The Squeeze is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Our weekday podcast is brought to you by ComBank, committed to being a better bank. Find out more at combank.com.au forward slash better. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Tuesday the 1st of October. In your squeeze today, China's birthday as Hong Kong prepares for more protests, liar loans, and the brands with the best customer service. This is your squeeze today. Starting in China, as it was 70 years ago today that the nation officially known as the People's Republic of China was formed, what are they doing for their birthday, Claire? Big party. So President Xi Jinping, uh, he came to power and people thought that he was going to be a bit of a reformer, but actually he's a real disciple of communist China's founding father, Mao Zedong. Uh, That means that he's really pushing people to communism and to be very loyal Chinese communists. So lots of pageantry today, lots of display of military might. It's apparently one of the biggest military parades that they've ever seen. Uh, There's a bunch of restrictions restrictions on citizens to make sure that it all goes off as planned. But I read that kites, balloons, pigeons, yep. alcohol, walkie-talkies, yep. anything she can't do. And people in the vicinity of Tiananmen Square have to stay inside so that it's a perfect picture. And yeah, for those who aren't able to get there, uh, more than half a million television sets have been distributed. Amazing. Chief Executive Carrie Lam of Hong Kong was, has already headed to China to be part of the celebrations. But back in Hong Kong, Kong, there won't be much celebrating. Not at all. And in fact, there's always been protests in Hong Kong on China's National Day. But with the world watching, uh, people think that it could be on another level today. There's been a call for a protest with people dressed in black. Uh, hopefully, people have their fingers crossed that it's not a very violent uh, demonstration today. But others say that it really could head in that direction. Well, this is a big story for the background. Check out our episode of Squeeze shortcuts. It'll help you understand the Hong Kong-China relationship, something I didn't know a whole lot about until, until this became a big news item. This next one is in relation to the raids by the Australian Federal Police back in June of News Corp journalist Annika Smethurst's Canberra home and also the Sydney office of the ABC. Those raids were in relation to the reporting of sensitive intelligence documents and sparked furious debate here about press freedom. Yeah, and there's been a question mark over the government about exactly how they're going to handle that. What the Federal Attorney General Christian Porter announced yesterday is that charges against journalists can only happen if he's given his say-so that it's okay to proceed. Uh, The Law Council President Arthur Moses this morning has said that that's not much of a fix because it might mean that journalists have to curry favour with the government. Long-time listeners of The Squiz will remember a period last year when the biggest story going around was the murder in the Saudi embassy in Istanbul of Washington Post writer Jamal Khashoggi. There was much back and forth between Saudi Arabia and the US about who was responsible at the time. Now the Saudi Arabian Crown Prince has given an interview on the topic. Yes, he fronted up to America's 60 Minutes where he said that he took full responsibility as a leader of Saudi Arabia, uh, but 
that he didn't have a direct hand in it. So, yeah, that doesn't really answer a lot of questions that people have. There's a, a very strong theory that um, Bin Salman, that Crown Prince, was definitely involved because um, Jamal Khashoggi was quite critical of him and his family and their rule of that nation. Mm. A new survey by investment bank UBS revealed a growing number of Australians are submitting false information to banks in order to obtain a mortgage. They call them liar loans. Apparently a whole bunch of people aren't being particularly honest when it comes to the information that they're submitting to the banks with their applications, particularly when it comes to things like their financial outlays every month, you know, what they're spending on restaurants and clothes and entertainment and that sort of thing. Uh, The survey that UBS has done has found that 37% of loan applications include information that's not completely factual, they say. And KPMG have released a customer service excellence report. Let's run through the top 10 brands when it comes to customer service. So we've got Singapore Airlines at the top. Number one. Yeah, Yeah. I haven't had an overseas flight like that for a long time, but apparently Singapore Airlines are the best going around and give the best customer service. Then you've got a whole bunch of financials. We've got um, the RACQ Insurance, Bendigo Bank, PayPal and Afterpay. They're the top five when you get into the next um, level, we've got ING, uh, NRMA Insurance, Dan Murphy's, they're the first retail brand in that survey, mm. uh, RACV Insurance and Subway. Just pipped for the top 10 is uh, the Iconic coming in at number 11, a brand I'm quite familiar with. <laughs> <laughs> if you like a bit of an online shop, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Good for you. Speaking of shopping, 25 vehicles have been seized from Equatorial Guinea's vice president. That done as part of a money laundering probe. We're talking Lamborghinis, Ferraris, Bentleys, a lot of very expensive cars. Yeah, a lot of very expensive cars to have in one garage. You wouldn't have thought that someone needs 25 supercars, but that's what the vice president liked. He's the son of the president. Uh, The president has been in power for 40 years. Equatorial Guinea is said to have one of the most corrupt governments in the world, as evidenced by Vice President having 25 supercars uh, funded by uh, the good old taxpayer. So, yeah, human rights groups aren't particularly happy about all of that. Those cars are being auctioned off and it's said that the proceeds from that auction will go back into social programs in Equatorial Guinea. Uh, Each day the email subject line is a song lyric that relates to a news item. What have we got today, Claire? Well, given communism is all about the collective and not about individual rights, I thought um, you've got to fight for your right to party was quite appropriate. Yep, that one works. Who sings that? Beastie 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 Boys. Boys. Yeah, good one. That's all from us today. Thank you for listening each day. Plenty more in the Squeeze Today email. And, of course, if you need a shortcut to the big news stories, just search for Squeeze Shortcuts on your preferred podcast app. The latest one is the background to the highly topical US-Iran relationship. Enjoy your Tuesday, the first day of October, and we'll chat to you tomorrow. The Squeeze is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesqueeze.com.au. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Superb. 
Sometimes it can feel like retirement is a long way off, but whether it's two years or 20 years away, it's important to make sure your super fund is working for you. Aware Super is one of Australia's largest super funds and offers heaps of free tools and tips on its website for Aussies looking to get their super sorted and put a plan in place for their retirement. Read the PDS and TMD at aware.com.au.